Greetings and salutations, and welcome to the Trash Fire of Talk podcast with your host, Skits M. Jones. I am your host, Skits M. Jones, and there is so much to talk about today. First up, let's talk about things that are coming up. Uh, This Thursday, August 22nd, at the Comedy Shrine, Game of Microphones, featuring competitors Tyler Kretz, Anthony LaPerry, Timmy Blaze, uh, Ariana Freeman, Ian Molnar, uh, Matt Buck, Alec James, and then headliner Andrew Shankland. Uh, it is two months into my being a co-producer. It has been a fantastic summer. If you have not checked out A Game of Microphones, you absolutely should. Uh, it is a super fun show. This lineup is banger. Um, I believe I'm hosting. Uh, either way, I'll be celebrating. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Uh, Saturday. August 24th, Shots and Giggles at the Drunken Donut. Uh, I'll be on that show. Lam Galuka, Emily Schaefer, Tessa Orzak, uh, Tyler Kretz, Ryan Mason, Cameron Gillette, and uh, Amy and Timmy Blaze are both hosting that show. Uh, then Monday, August 26th, hey, surprise for any of my Chicago people. Uh, I'm going to be in the city proper once again, this time for Rising Laughter at My Buddies. Uh, it is a showcase and open mic, so if you want to come see the showcase and then do a set yourself, absolutely can do that. Uh, I will be on the show along with uh, Marissa Driscoll, uh, Elise Fernandez, uh, Anthony uh, Bonazzo, and host uh, Dario Durham. So uh, a lot of great shows coming up in the next like weekish uh, span of time. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, I'm also going to be recording a guest spot for another podcast. I will drop the information about that when that podcast becomes available. Yeah, so much going on coming up. Um, but that's not all. That's not all I want to talk about today. I want to talk about. Uh, something that just happened last night. So I was uh, I was doing my usual Friday shift at the day job, you know, working that 11, 12 hours of just the, the hustle and grind. Uh, Fridays are rough for me typically. They're the, the heaviest day of deliveries uh, that, that I make. Um, and uh, I was just, you know, on my way home uh, from work and I saw a uh, 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 Facebook posting by CG's Comedy Club looking for an MC. Um, apparently there there was uh, something that happened. I don't know. I wasn't party to it, but they needed they needed an MC for the night and for the weekend. Uh, and you know, I threw my hat in the ring. Um, heard that they had it covered, so I was like, cool, no problem, whatever. Um, I hadn't been to CG's Comedy Club. I'd been following it since it opened. It's a recent open, uh, past couple months, I want to say. Uh, it's in Bolingbrook, which is like 15 minutes from my house. Super close. Main reason I haven't been there is, you know, uh, their open mic is on Thursdays, and I run the game of microphones on Thursdays, so that doesn't work out. And then weekends for me are hit or miss up and down as to whether or not I'm free at any given time. So I just hadn't been able to make it out yet. Um, you know, but, uh, even hearing, Hey, they had the MC thing covered. I was like, you know what? 
I, if I'm able to go to be an MC, then I'm able to go and be an audience member. You know what I mean? Um, why, why not? Like you should go support the things that you want to be part of. And if there's clubs and shows and things that you want to be at, obviously if, if you are able to do so, and I realize schedule dependent, you know, you never know what's, uh, everyone's schedule is different. You're not always able to support the things you want to support. Um, but I was like, Hey, I just threw my name out there for being considered, but if I'm going to do something like that, I should show my face as well. Uh, you know, so I, uh, you know, got home, showered up, got dressed, went out to see the show. I get there and, uh, uh, Glenn Martino, uh, who is the, the dude running the show, owning the club, booking, doing the thing, uh, you know, sees me come in, goes, Hey, I've seen you you're, you're a, you're a comic. I, I, I've seen you at like comedy shrine or, or, you know, whatever. And I was like, yeah, I've, I've been around and we chatted for a moment. And he was like, do you want to MC? I was like, well, I mean, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Why not get stage time? I said I was going to, yeah, I'll do it. Um, and I had already uh, on my way there, I'd kind of taken myself out of the mindset of performing that night. I was like, I'm just going to go chill, be an audience member. So I had to, I had to flip that switch back, um, you know, and then I saw, uh, Rebecca Gibson who I've, you know, I I've seen at uh, a few shows and open mics and stuff. So I saw a familiar face and I was like, all right, you know what? I, it's cool. I know someone in the room, uh, Rebecca was performing and, and she was stoked cause she was like, oh, if there wasn't an MC, I was going to have to do this, that, or the other things were getting shuffled around. So like, so great. There's another performer on the show and I'm like, awesome, cool. It's going to be it's going to be cool. Um, so yeah, went up, did the thing, uh, you know, smaller audience for the 1030 show than there was for the, uh, I, I think it was a, a 730 show. Uh, I, I don't recall what time their, their early show was. Cause there was no way I was making that. I was still in the midst of work during their, their first show of the night. Um, but yeah, you know, smaller, uh, closer crowd, you know, everyone right there on the stage, you know, you, you can, you can, you know, connect with all the audience right there. Um, and it was cool. It was fun. The, the, the folks in the crowd were super receptive. Um, you know, I, I did my thing. Uh, Rebecca Gibson went up and, and had a hell of a set. You know, I, I think the longest set that I've seen her do, and it, it was fantastic. Um, and then the, the headliner was Brian McCree, who's been on, uh, comedy central and was on mad TV and, uh, comics unleashed and is, is, a, a name, a touring, uh, you know, name in the, in the comedy scene. And so it was, it was awesome to see, uh, to see him do his thing. Like he, he worked the hell out of that crowd. It was fantastic. Um, and so it was really cool to get to to share some stage time with with them, um, you know, as well as watch them do their thing. And then afterward, you know, uh, Glenn and Rebecca and Brian uh, and and uh, myself all just kind of standing around. They were talking shop, you know, because they've been in the scene much longer than me. Like Glenn and Brian were talking 
you know, decade plus, nearing two decades or, or, or maybe longer. Uh, I, I don't recall exactly how long, but both been in the business for a time, you know, uh, and, and Rebecca's been around, uh, and I'm, I'm super new. So I just kind of hung back and just listened and listened to them talk about, you know, booking practices and touring practices and, and, uh, the, the, the nature of the business. And, you know, it was wild, uh, getting to, to listen to that and, and, you know, an education for someone like myself, who is again, brand new, um, it was also wild how much some of it reflected things that I've heard in other industries, you know, uh, whether wrestling or, uh, music or what have you. Um, and you know, the, the whole experience, super cool. Like I am so stoked. I got to do that. Uh, and you know, get in a new room and it's a, it's a gorgeous room. Like if you get the chance to check it out, it's, it's, super clean and crisp looking. It's, it's real nice. It's, it, it's in the like Bolingbroke promenade, uh, right around the corner from where I, I buy a lot of my boots at DSW. <laughs> so that was fun. Cause so I was like, Oh yeah, I, I got the boots I'm wearing from like right there. Um, but, uh, yeah, super cool night. And it got me thinking and reflecting on, uh, there, there's an adage, you know, in wrestling, which is still, like in terms of performance industries that I've been involved in, that's the one I, I've had the most and the most consistent time in. And, you know, anytime you go to uh, a show, whether you're performing or not, always have your gear bag in the trunk. Always have your gear clean and ready to go just in case. Sometimes people can't make the event. Sometimes people cancel someone gets hurt, you know, there's a time shift, whatever, there's, there's always the opportunity that you might need to jump in the ring at any given time. And being prepared and having your gear means you can do it. And that's what this was. Like I said, I went fully with the intention of just showing up, you know, having my face be seen, yes, um, but just being there to support. Um, cause they'd already said they had the MC thing covered. They had it covered for Saturday, didn't have it covered for Friday. So, um, I got to, I got to jump on, I had my gear bag and I was ready to go. Um, so yeah, so that, that, that was so cool to me. Um, you know, getting, getting to do that and you know, that, for, for all the, all the newer comics, like we all want to be, you know, on every show, you know, we all want to get on shows and it's one thing to, you know, shoot out, uh, emails or, you know, DMS or whatever and have clips and shit like that. Um, but sometimes it's just going to be a matter of, are you there, you know, at the right place at the right time with the right attitude um, and sometimes you'll luck into a position like this and now I'm on their radar. Now we're going to talk about, you know, bringing me back at some point. Uh, and that's, that's super cool. And it's just because I made the decision, you know what, if I've already told them I have a night free, I still have the night free. Let's go see a show. And I'm glad I did. Uh, I'm glad I also got to watch, like I said, Rebecca Gibson did great. 
Brian McCree. I, I was I was not familiar at first. There there were a few uh, 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 bits, some material that he did where I was like, oh wait, I have seen you uh, on on TV before. I've 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 heard you before, um, and so that was cool. And and watching someone who's who's been doing it, you know, because. I, I get to see a lot of the, you know, the locals and the, the up and comers and the, the folks who are here, but I, uh, you know, I, I don't as often get to see a lot of the, the, the touring folks and the folks who have been in the hustle for, you know, 15, 20 years, stuff like that. So it's, it's always wild to get to, get to see that. And, and, you know, uh, it was fun. It was fun. I'm glad I did it. I recommend it. And, you know, for anyone else, you know, for wrestlers who listen to this, don't forget your gear bag. You go to a show, you bring your gear bag each and every time. For my fellow comics, go to shows. Go go to shows, go see shows, you know, and, and, and talk to people, talk to producers, you know. And yes, some of it is going to be you're you're trying to be seen because you want to be seen because you want to be in the scene but some of it is also if you genuinely love this you should be supporting it you know if you genuinely love comedy go support comedy if you genuinely you know for musicians if you genuinely love music like our uncouth's guitarist carl loves music in ways i can't even imagine this dude is at every show humanly possible to go to carl fucking loves music loves the scene loves performing loves watching loves enjoying and he is uh, like for the band he's our main um uh ambassador you know he's the ambassador for the band um and you know in in something like wrestling or or something like like comedy, you are your own ambassador. You are the you are the person carrying your own flag. You know, so carry it well. Um, it it's it's amazing what'll sometimes come of it. So yeah, so that's kind of just what I wanted to talk about today was getting to getting to do that. Um, it's it's amazing what just showing up can do. I, I feel like a lot of the inroads I've I've made in comedy have been just showing up, you know, uh, showing up consistently, showing up early, um, you know, having the, yeah, fuck it, let's do it attitude. You know, the first 15 minutes I ever did was because I was offered 15 minutes and I said, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Um, you know, that it, it makes a world of difference, you know. Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's that. Um, I think that's, I mean, that's really all I wanted to talk about for today's episode. I've, we're not done. We've got the, the rest of the segments, but yeah, I I think that's the, that's the gist of what I wanted to talk about. You know, put yourself out there and go, go to things you're not on, you know, like, especially if you want to be on them, go there first, you know, go see if it, if it is the kind of place you want to be, if it is the kind of thing you want to do, you know, cause if you're just submitting for each and everything, you might 
not be a fit for every room or every room might not be a fit for you, you know. Uh, so go get perspective, go, go see what's out there. And again, have the right attitude, you know, support people, uh, cause people will turn around and support you in return. And that, uh, is a huge thing. Um, all right, moving on. Let's talk recommendations. Uh, all right. I love the TV show pose. Pose is about to have their season finale uh, this coming Tuesday. Um, I, it's a great show. The cast is fantastic. The acting is great. The stories are fun. The music is great. Aside from one thing, I've got I've to harp on this. Um, this season especially, there is a musical cue that they will hit every time it's meant to be a dramatic moment. And it's so obvious and jarring that it's becoming funny um that would be my one complaint but it is still a recommendation the show is great and i i have fallen in love with all the cast and all the characters uh not not just on the show but in their uh in their their personal uh social media personas and interviews and everything it's it's such a fantastic cast um, highly recommended. So yeah, watch Pose. See if you notice this thing that I'm talking about, though. Because once you notice it, you will never not notice it. It is, it is maddening. Um, but yeah, season finale. Excited for it. Uh, and look, look forward to what happens in it. Uh, let's talk music. We're uh we're going a little weird in the music this episode. Um. For a newer song, uh, I want to uh, give the shout to the Claypool Lennon Delirium, uh, new single Little Fishes off this year's uh, South of Reality album. Uh, it is a, a perfect piece of weird psychedelia that, that you would expect from Les Claypool, who's known for you know Primus and countless other projects. Uh, and then Sean Lennon, son of Beatle John Lennon. Uh, it's a fun project that these two have, have put together. And this is the second album, which proves that they're not just fucking about, even though they're also kind of totally just fucking about. Like, there is a humor and a, a, a weird joy in in the music that, that they are producing that shows that it's, it's as much fun as it is... Uh, you know, a, a, a work for them. Um, so check that out. Check out the video. The video's wild, man. It is a trip. Uh, and speaking of things that are a trip, uh, for our older track, we're going back to 1992 with uh, Caius's Apothecary's Weight off the album Blues for the Red Sun. Uh, we're, we're, we're continuing in the, the, the psychedelic mode um, Caius is, uh, the, the pre Queens of the stone age band that were like stoner desert rock pioneers, you know, fuzzy low end, heavy grooves, perfect music to alter your mind to. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm not typically a huge instrumental, uh, 
kind of kind of folk uh kind of kind of music listener but like this is a jam it's a good jam so check it out apothecary's weight by caius uh and now it is time for our tarot pull of the episode uh and today we're pulling from the 90s tarot by christy prokopiak and today's card uh is is uh the lovers and in this deck, The Lovers is represented by mirrored images of musician Liz Fair uh, with, with uh, notes uh, in the little guide uh, referencing her debut album, Exile in Guy View, from 1993. And that's a, a really fitting uh, thought, a really fitting person, a really fitting album for uh, the card The Lovers. Because uh, the album Exile and Guy View, Guyville, uh, which here in Chicago, that's that's where Liz Fair's coming from. Um, it's it it was conceptually a response to the isolation that Liz Fair felt, surrounded by you know small town mentalities and then cloistered little indie music scenes, um, and the 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 feeling of of loving folks who just couldn't care less about her. You know, and that's that's fitting for the lovers because the lovers can be just as much about self-love as it is, you know, attaining love from others. And, you know, in this example, uh, with exile from uh, exile in Guyville, uh, the the act of self-love and expression that that Liz Fair uh, engaged in by by writing, recording, releasing this album, uh, then found external love as a response, you know, that this album jump-started uh, an element of the indie music scene that helped launch artists or, or you know, pave the way for artists like Fiona Apple and Cat Power and so many others um, that, that really blew up in the, in the early 90s, you know, um, running kind of uh, alongside the, the grunge movement. You know, there was that introspective... Uh, element of, of music that really kind of, you know, uh, blew up at that time. And so with, with this card pull with, with the lovers being the card, what acts of self love are you engaging in and self exploration and self expression? Like, what are you doing to love yourself, your, your craft, your, your you, you know? Um, and then from that, what about scene love? Like, uh, are, are you, are you opening doors? Are you paving inroads for people? Are you, are you making space for others, you know, or are, are you, you know, being selfish with it? You know, are, are you, are you keeping everything for yourself? You know, uh, the lovers is about, you know, uh, opening, opening that shit up, you know, making choices and, and decisions about, um, you know, where you want your, your love, your affections, your attentions to go, you know, and some of it's got to go inward and some of it's got to go outward. And when it goes outward, is it productive? Is it constructive? Are you, uh, is, is it still selfish even when you're putting it out there, you know, or are you trying to do stuff just for yourself with no regard for the, the people or, or the, the things that you love? Or is that love meant to be reciprocal? Are you giving love and, and you know, 
yeah, are, what, what doors are you opening? You know, that's the question. What doors are you opening? What are you, what are you trying to accomplish? And, you know, again, self-love, love yourself, you know, do things for, for yourself to better yourself, you know, cause if all you're doing is, is also just, you know, uh, uh, giving that love and you're not getting any in return, that's, that's just as unhealthy, you know? Uh, so yeah, love should be reciprocal. Uh, love should be shared and, you know, engaging in, in self-love can help you find the love that you're, you're not getting from external sources, you know, cause you, how can you love something if you, if you can't love yourself and how can others love you if you can't love yourself? So yeah, that is what I want you to dwell on with that tarot pull, you know, love yourself, love your scene, love your people, uh, and, and allow that love to come back to you. So there you go. That is your tarot card pull for the episode. Um, once again, so many things coming up, uh, to stay in touch, follow me on all the social medias at skits Jones or email me skits Jones at gmail.com. Uh, on the Anchor app, you can feel free to drop me a voice message. I will listen to it and perhaps play it in a future episode if you do so. So yeah, uh, there you go. Thank you all so much for listening. And as always, keep that trash fire burning. <laughs>